The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So we're doing our best to settle in for the evening. <clears throat> if you haven't already, listen to the body, do whatever's helpful to support a stable, relatively comfortable posture. And as you know now, being in our third week, we have been doing this slow chanting of the three refuges, just as a beautiful ritual of singing together at the beginning of our class. But also it's traditionally a way of remembering our practice. We're valuing being awake, being open, open-hearted, that's Buddha. We're valuing connecting with the reality of the present moment, being real about what's showing up. And in particular for this course, being real about what we're feeling, the underlying feeling that's here due to our bodily experience, due to our mental experience. This is Dhamma, taking refuge in Dhamma. And third, the third refuge we sing about is taking refuge in Sangha. This beautiful way of responding that comes out of being intimate, comes out of Buddha being open to Dhamma the way it is. So let's do that now, chant this together, and then we'll go into our guided meditation. Saranang Kachang 
Satyampi Sangang Saranang Kachami So settle in for the meditation time now. begin with some simple body scans. So let's start by simply meeting the experience of the sitting body, greeting this old friend, this great ocean of bodily sensations coming and going. And those of you who took the winter course, one of the things we practiced was being aware of the elements of the sensation, the earth elements, the fire or temperature elements, heat and coolness, the air element or the wind element, which is the pushing or motion that we might feel in the body. And then the traditional term is the water element, that cohesive fluid feeling that we can sense more subtle than the other elements. But with our study of feeling tone, We're still, of course, going to be aware of these specific changing flow of sensation, the hardness, the softness, the heat, the coolness, the stillness in the body, the movement in the body, the cohesive sense of the body. But in particular, we're interested in the effective tone of those sensations. Venerable Analio, this German monk, he uses the phrase, the push of feelings. So when we're feeling something pleasant, The warmth in the body is experienced as pleasant, for example. We're noticing the push that goes with the pleasantness. So let's start, we'll do a simple body scan and we'll be particularly interested and any pleasant sensations that stand out. And notice that effective tone, that push, with the pleasantness that is apparent to us. 
We don't have to force anything. We're simply curious. So we begin by feeling the head, the face, top of the head. And just opening to the flow. Now it's going to take some training because the habit might be to immediately pay attention to what's unpleasant. So if there is a pleasant feeling of coolness where the air is touching the skin of the head, the skin of the face, then be aware that that touch of the air is pleasant, known, seen as pleasant. And there's that impulse, that subtle push to want the pleasantness to last or continue. The mouth might be moist in a pleasant way. Feeling the neck, the shoulders, Feeling both arms, simply curious about pleasantness. And of course, it might be just subtly pleasant, not intensely pleasant, the sensations. For example, if your hands are touching the warmth of that touch, might in an ordinary, somewhat subtle way be pleasant. Just be curious about the pleasantness. And a lot of these ordinary sensations may seem somewhat between being neutral and pleasant, that's okay. When things are pleasant, there's this natural desire for things not to change because it's pleasant, it's fine. There's a contentment and a simple desire for this to continue, to not be disturbed. We feel the torso start at the upper chest and upper back, the rib cage. And be careful if there's an assertive thought, oh, there's nothing pleasant here. Of course, that thought might arise, that's okay. But it doesn't define the truth of the moment. Just let that thought come and go and continue to be interested as you simply open to the torso, little by little moving the attention down through the trunk of the body eventually coming to the mid 
spine, the kidney area, the solar plexus area, a deeper breath might feel pleasant. Notice the pleasantness. And you might even greedily take another one wanting it to feel as good as the first because of that push that arises with pleasant experience. We feel the lower back and the belly and the structure of the pelvis, the groin, the sits bones. Simply curious about pleasantness, even ordinary or relatively subtle pleasantness arising because of sense contact, the sensations of the body in this case. And when you're ready, just down both legs. Just appreciating the sensations that are relatively pleasant. And sometimes we don't notice initially the pleasantness until we realize that the heart is content with the sensations in the legs. And then in a sense, we back up and we realize there's contentment because the sensations are pleasant in an ordinary way. Both feet, just as they are, just notice any pleasantness. And we're going to shift now, beginning at the feet, curious about any subtle or not so subtle unpleasantness or pain. And we're looking at that space between the contact of the sensation, the sense contact, and any reactivity to the unpleasantness. And that space between those two is what we call the effective tone or feeling tone. So we feel our feet just as they are. Maybe there's a particular point where there's too much pressure. Or too much heat, too much coolness. So we feel the push of the feeling tone. The push into a, an emotion or a reaction. But before the reaction, there's just the feeling tone, that effective tone. 
which might lead to a not liking and an impulse to move the body, for example. And then move up into the legs, take your time. And from this place of balance and curiosity, we're just feeling the legs, interested in any ordinary unpleasantness. How does the mind know? What is it about this moment's experience that makes it clear that this sense contact is being known as unpleasant? As we feel the sensations in the legs. And that push into reactivity. And if we're aware of that push of feeling tone, then there's this choice not to have to fall into the reactivity or the mental proliferation about why my knee hurts. We can just be aware of the sense experience and that push of feeling tone. Feel the pelvis when you're ready and the lower part of the trunk. Taking your time, just notice what's here and in curious in this balanced way, curious about any unpleasantness, any ordinary pain. And when we're aware of feeling tone, then all those tendencies to react or to think, to worry or whatever, they don't have to get activated. We could just be with the feeling tone without it leading onward to activation. And if the heart, the mind is already activated, there's already aversion then just trace back from the aversion to the feeling tone that's prompting the aversion or the fear or the reactivity. What's the feeling here? You can ask. What's the underlying feeling? We're feeling the whole trunk now, upper trunk, including the shoulders and both arms, both hands. Take your time though. Curious about any relatively obvious places of discomfort or pain.
for some, in some moments, it will be helpful to use a simple phrase to stabilize the present moment awareness, something like unpleasantness is like this. It's just this unpleasantness being known. Can this be okay just to be here with this painful feeling, unpleasant feeling? Yeah. Feeling the push, the impulse into action, but it doesn't have to, the action doesn't need to be carried out. It can just be felt for what it is. And the neck, the throat, and the entire head now. Curious about any unpleasantness. Any tension that stands out as being clearly unpleasant. to distinguish as best you can between noticing reactivity, like getting tight around something that's unpleasant, or thinking about something, a place that's unpleasant, and tracing back to the underlying feeling tone itself. As I'm sure you're noticing, it's not the habit of the mind, of the wisdom in the mind, to be able to be interested in feeling tone. And especially neutral feeling tone, which is what we'll pick up now. So we're still now at the head and the face, simply opening to the sensations as they are in an unforced way. So just relaxed and balanced, aware of the sensations in the head and the face. And now in particular interested in what would be considered by the mind, by the knowing mind, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. And of course, these are the sensations and the feeling tone that we or in the habit of ignoring precisely because it's neither pleasant nor unpleasant. So for example, the weight of the hair on the head. It's generally a neutral experience, not obviously pleasant or unpleasant. And there's even a push here with neutral experience, and the push is toward ignoring it, leaving it alone, not reacting. It's not worthy of a reaction. 
So we just sense that push of ignoring or even the air touching the skin of the face might be for you neutral. Feeling the clothes touching the tops of the shoulders and around the neck and down the arms, that simple contact of the clothes, making contact with the skin. And we'll notice, of course, the strong tendency to want to pay attention to what's pleasant or unpleasant. So we really rely on a wholesome curiosity almost like a wholesome challenge to be aware of what's neutral in both arms and the hands. Like the temperature of the skin in places that are neutral, neither too hot nor too cold. And then exploring neutrality as we open to the different sensations in the trunk and the torso. Take your time. You might want to begin at the top and just slowly open the awareness down through the trunk. Interested in whatever is experienced as being neutral. This is quite fluid, so something might initially appear to be pleasant or unpleasant, and a moment later, his experience is being neutral and maybe changes again. That's okay. Because in the end, whatever the feeling tone that's being known, it's a construction of the mind anyway. But it's a very important construction to learn how to notice. So down into the lower part of the torso, the pelvis, sits bones, noticing neutrality, One thing that's often neutral or even sometimes pleasant is just the energetic or vibratory sensations in the body. 
precisely the sensations that the mind is in the habit of ignoring because they're just neutral. Feeling both legs now. Curious about the neutrality of sensation here in the legs. And some of these sensations we might characterize as being nondescript, almost like nothing is there except we are feeling something. But that just might be what neutral experience is like. Nothing clearly standing out because it's neutral. Not obviously pleasant, not obviously unpleasant. including both feet. Feeling the whole body. And let's just for another few minutes stay interested in neutrality, feeling the whole body wherever the attention goes, curious about neutrality because we can uh, detect maybe a subtle and sometimes not so subtle addiction to what is intense and dramatic, which usually means immediately paying attention to what stands out as being pleasant or unpleasant. And for the last few minutes now, feeling aware of the whole body. So we're mostly aware of sensations, but other present moment phenomena might arise like hearing or a thought or emotion. And just be curious about the feeling tone. What's the feeling here? What's the underlying feeling? And it's as if we're letting every feeling, the effective feeling, be a teacher. Can it be okay that it feels like this? So the feeling is a teacher teaching the heart to be not attached. Or it's okay that this feeling's here. This unpleasant feeling, this pleasant feeling, this neutral feeling. Allowing the feelings to come and go as they will. So let's just have a few minutes of silence now to explore this.
And one thing that can begin to become clearer, which is really clearing up our understanding of what the path is all about, we'll notice in moments that it seems that what we're doing is managing our feeling, trying to get to more pleasant feeling and away from unpleasant feeling. Even when we're meditating, it can seem this way. And that obviously is not the path. That just leads to more of the same, more stress. There'll be other moments when we're practicing formally or informally during the day. And it will seem that the practice isn't so much about managing the underlying feeling tone, but being really curious about feeling tone and recognizing, at least in moments, a kind of freedom, not being pushed around by feeling tone, but just curious that it's pleasant now or it's unpleasant now, and how that underlying feeling is always in motion, never fixed, never really defining a me, defining my life. Just as a support for going forward in our course, getting right into the middle of our class, we can end the sit by just visioning, imagining ourselves having a a radically new relationship with feeling, with pain and pleasure and neutrality, a relationship of curiosity and non-fear, not being driven or controlled by pleasure and pain. What would that be like? And we don't need to answer that question, but just be curious. So when you feel ready, just begin to move the body Notice pleasure and pain as you do that and anything else. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.